Hello, welcome to Primary Care Priest. This is our 10th episode. I'm Father Simeon. We're going to continue looking at those stories that Jesus taught to help us learn the inner disposition that we need in order to make spiritual growth and progress toward maturity. I'm going to emphasize how that inner disposition needs to be joined with action in what we do. Today, our focus is on the story of the prodigal son. There was a man who had two sons. His youngest son asked his father for his part of the inheritance early. So his father divided up all his wealth and gave his younger son his percentage. Then this son took what he had been given and moved to another country far away. There, miles from home, He spent all of his money and lost everything by living in the worst way. So when a famine hit the place where he lived, this guy now in poverty found himself in a really difficult position. He ended up working for a man in this foreign country, feeding pigs. For a Jewish man, this job of feeding pigs was really low, rock bottom. This young man was so hungry that the pig's food was starting to look good, but nobody gave him anything to eat. Then one day he kind of woke up within himself, and in this moment of clarity, realized how bad his situation had deteriorated. He thought about how his father's employees were living a life far better than he was living. So he made a decision. I'm going to get up, And go to my father and tell him, Dad, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I've been a bad son. Because of what I've done, I'm not worthy to be called your son. But please, just let me work as one of your employees. So the young man got up and he headed back home. When his father looked up and saw his son walking toward him, still far off in a distance, His father's heart was filled with compassion. He didn't wait for his son to arrive home. Instead, with his son still in the distance, his father ran to meet him. He ran to his son, and when he reached him, with all love and affection, he embraced him and kissed him. The father commanded his servants, Go bring me the best robe I have and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and get shoes to put on his feet. Also, get one of the calves we've been fattening up and cook it. We're going to have a party. Now, as this is happening, the older son has been out in the field working. And he hears music playing and people dancing. So he asked one of the servants, what's going on back at the house? And he's told, your brother came back home. So your dad killed the calf we've been fattening up and he's having a party to celebrate your brother's return home. Well, that really ticked off the older brother. And he was so mad that he refused to go to the party. His father left the party and came to him. The older brother complained to his dad. I've been loyal to you, and I've faithfully served you, doing everything you told me to do all this time. But you never even gave me a little goat so that I could have a party with my friends. But this son of yours 
He shows up back home after abandoning us and moving away and wasting everything you worked hard for, spending all your money on prostitutes, and you kill that fatted calf and have a party for it. And his father answered, Son, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But I'm going to celebrate right now, because your brother was dead, but he's alive again. And he was lost, but now he's found. The parable of the prodigal son, you can read the actual text I've paraphrased in the 15th chapter of the gospel according to St. Luke. First, let me point out that while in the West, people often think of God as this judge sitting in a courtroom is just waiting to convict you, the image of the father who is always loving and forgiving is one of the primary images of God in the Orthodox Church. The father respected the free will of his son, but the father never stopped loving him. The father didn't just decide to be forgiving when his son came back, but he was always loving and forgiving and compassionate and was just waiting for his younger son to decide to return so that the relationship would be healed. If you are distant from God, it's because you have moved. God has not moved. You have distanced yourself. But even if you've moved far from God into a spiritually and ethically foreign country, and you've lived a shameful existence, or at least one in which you have disregarded God and everything he has for you. God has always loved you. He loves you now, and he forgives, and he wants you home. He's waiting for you. He respects your ability to make that decision, but he's waiting, and he's watching. Not so that he can judge you, but so that he can embrace you and kiss you and forgive you and heal you and bring you to your proper place. Not a place you necessarily deserve. None of us do. But the place God already has ready for you because he loves you. Remember, when God feels distant, he's still very near. The significance of this story isn't just what it teaches about God, but it's about us. When I hear this story, I'm the prodigal son. When you hear this story, you are the prodigal son. Now, those of us who are Orthodox believers, this story reminds us to be like the Father in this story. To follow Christ means to be loving and compassionate and forgiving. We also have to realize that we can become like the older brother. We can be judgmental and think that we are so good and deserve so much more than people who have done wrong, even if they repent and do what's right. We forget that we aren't as loyal and good as we think, and forget that God has also been patient, loving, and forgiving with us, and would give us more if we just asked. Really, we are all the prodigal son because we all sin and break communion with God. God calls us to forgiveness, and that's our responsibility.
it's our responsibility to sincerely repent, to change directions. Let's look more closely at how the prodigal son reversed this course of his downward spiral. The first thing is humility. His situation became so bad that it humbled him. And that humility, and probably humiliation at feeding pigs, allowed his heart to experience inner humility, and with that, self-honesty. He woke up. His eyes were opened to where he was and what he had done and where he could be. He was humble enough to know he didn't deserve to be called the father's son anymore because he lived in a way that insulted his family. We don't get a sense of entitlement or delusion that he was a victim of anybody else but himself and his own bad decisions. Now, in this humility, he didn't just lay in despair and think, I'm such a bad person. I'm just such an irredeemably bad human being and I'm just going to lay here in the mud with the pigs in the puddle of my sadness and self-destruction. No, he didn't just lay there. He got up. He took action. He made the decision to do something positive. He went back home with humility to ask for forgiveness. What we see in this story of the prodigal son is necessary for spiritual growth and maturity. First, you have to realize who God really is. Not the God somebody else told you about or you imagine, but the real God. And you need to reorient your life in the direction that leads to Him. Be honest with yourself about who you are and what you have done. Don't make excuses. Don't blame other people. Don't try to put up a facade that you are better than you really are because you care about what other people will think or you are afraid to face the pain caused by your bad decisions or your life experiences. If other people have hurt you, you aren't responsible for that guilt. That's somebody else's guilt but you are responsible for taking action to get yourself out of the mud and standing up and to walk or to run to the one who can heal you and change your life. God loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done. God may hate what you've done because what you've done may be opposed to the way he has designed you. And because what you've chosen to do has taken you into this foreign country, into a desert of forgetfulness about who God is and who you are, and spiritual sickness and death. But God loves you and wants you home. He doesn't affirm what you've done necessarily. And he's not giving into your delusion about who you think you are. He knows who you really are. And he loves you anyway. And he wants to pour out his love and his mercy and his compassion on you and make you who you can be. And your proper response is giving love to God back. You love Him. And you love all the people He loves, because He loves everybody. And you continually thank God 
for all that you have received. As Jesus taught, one who has been forgiven much loves much. Don't take God for granted and the love he has for you and the life he has for you. Remember, your part is cultivating a humble heart that is teachable and changeable. You can humble yourself, or maybe you will be given the gift of being humbled by external circumstances for your own salvation to open up your eyes. But don't wait for that. Work on your own humility. Cultivate that humility. Nurture it. Your responsibility is in humility, taking the action of repentance. That is changing direction away from what brings sin and evil and chaos and death into your experience of life and turning toward God who heals and transforms and gives life. Learn to be a good child of God and don't take what you have been given for granted. Our work of humility and repentance is on going. It's a daily way of life. And without it, you will make no progress in the spiritual life. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Primary Care Priest. If you have found this podcast beneficial, please share it with others. I'm Father Simeon. May God bless your journey.